Hi friends, welcome back to a brand new episode of OK Now Breathe podcast. I'm Megan from OKNowBreathe.com, where I share stories about childhood trauma to help you heal your inner child so you can learn to love yourself once and for all. So I've been sharing stories about my childhood trauma on the internet for about five or six years now, but it hasn't been until the past three months that I've really decided to go all in and really talk about all the things that I have healed from, all the things that I still need to heal from, because I had a light bulb moment when I got into an argument with my dad when he said I was the reason I messed up my whole family. And I'm still not fully ready to share that whole story yet. I do feel like I'm getting closer and closer to it because it does involve talk about my childhood sexual abuse. And that is something that I've held very, very close to me. I do mention it, but I haven't gone into more specific details about who it was, when it was, and just, you know, how long it happened and all that stuff. But I do feel like I will eventually get to that point. But because I've been sharing so many stories about my childhood trauma, and I've been sharing a lot of them on my TikTok at OK Now Breathe. Um, I'm OK Now Breathe everywhere on all social media, on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Pinterest, yada, yada, yada. (laughs) But something that I've been realizing, the more I speak about my childhood trauma, A, yes, there are more people who will be like, eh, no, that's not how it happened. These people who have no idea who I am, saying that I'm entitled, saying that I'm selfish, saying that I'm over-exaggerating, I'm dramatic, not remembering correctly, like, I don't know who these people think they are, (laughs) but they're not welcome. They're not welcome in my space. Like, it's not my job to get people to, I don't know, validate me or to like me. That's not what I'm here to do. I'm here to help people remember these parts about their childhood that they blocked that are impacting their life so much to this day, and they can't see their self-worth. They have low self-esteem. They keep getting into terrible relationship after terrible relationship because all they know is trauma and toxicity, and abuse, and I'm done. (laughs) Like, I am done with this. Because every story that I share, I remember specific things that still blow my freaking mind to this day that I had to live and breathe and experience. To me, these stories, they do seem like they're made up. Because these stories are so mind-blowing that they actually happened. And you know what? They actually happened to me. And they actually happened to so many people who are keeping it hidden, who are keeping it a secret, who can't remember right now. But they're wondering why they hate themselves so much. And they wonder why they're so uncomfortable around their parents, but they can't really quite pinpoint why they feel the way that they feel. When I share my stories, it gives people permission to be vulnerable with me, to talk about if no one else will listen. Yes, I need to respect my own boundaries and my own mental capacity at that moment, but I can recommend therapy. I can recommend other resources so these people do not feel alone. 
Because anytime anybody else is saying that, hey, you're sounding super entitled, or wow, you expect the world to revolve around you. It's making all those other people feel like maybe they are the ones who brought this upon themselves. Maybe they are the reason why these horrible, traumatic things happen to them. And the thing is, people love only seeing one side of the story. That's something that I really, really recognize in society. If somebody is in your circle or whatever, they're pretty much only going to see your side. And somebody from the outside outside perspective, they're only going to want to see that other person's perspective. And you can try and explain all you want. You can try to prove it all you want, that what you experienced was real, but they're just not going to get it. And they're just not going to care. And there has to come a point in your life where you're like, I don't need people to understand me. I don't need validation from these other people. I know my truth. I know what I went through. I know what I experienced was right. But at the same time, I'm not talking about it was right that what happened to me was meant to happen to me or what happened to me is something that I deserved or put on myself. I'm talking about I remember how it happened and it sucked and it hurt and it destroyed a part of me that I'm not sure that I will ever get back. But then when you start talking about and working through this inner child trauma, you can start to feel lighter. You can start to feel things come off your chest, come off your shoulders, and your jaw is not going to be as tight and tense, and you're not going to be carrying this all alone. And if no one can validate your trauma for you, I am doing that for you right now. What you believed happened and what you experienced in your gut and in your soul and in your blood, I am so sorry that happened to you. And it was never your fault. It will never be your fault. And the people who don't believe you, just wish them well and walk away. It's so much better for your mental health when you set those boundaries where you're like, I don't need them to understand me. I do not need them to tell me that what happened to me happened to me because you know in your gut that it did happen to you. And something that I just think about is all the time throughout my parents' divorce, that was a huge, huge change, huge shift in the energies of my life in the way that my life was going Um, The way my mom did everything was disgusting. And here I am saying that your trauma, your experiences are valid. But sometimes what you know you experienced, sometimes the other person did not experience it. Flat out. And a couple stories that are really popping in my head right now are the whole times with my parents' divorce And I hate to say that after I'm saying your trauma is valid, your experiences are valid, there also comes a time when somebody's experiences are not valid, when somebody else is stretching the truth, when somebody else is spreading lies just to make themselves look like what they're doing is justified. And the thing is, my mom was a physical abuser, the mental abuser, my whole life. My whole life. But apparently to other people, 
like my mom's aunt, who is essentially my aunt, and my mom's cousin, who's around my age, so he's basically, you know, like my cousin, (laughs) my mom's friend, they all believed that they knew her or that they could trust her when my mom has been playing the victim her entire life. My mom has been spreading lies her entire life. And like I know my truth, I know when she was lying. Even when the times that I wanted to believe her so much, when she's saying that she was changing, when she's saying she was going to be there, and she would repeat the same things over and over and over and over again. And at some point, you're like, I cannot do this anymore. I absolutely cannot do this anymore. When everyone else seems to see the person who abused you and traumatized you your whole life, and they view her as this person who can do no wrong, who can only see her that she was the one who went through all these things. She was the one who deserved all this, like, government assistance that she, at that time, lied her way on. That she got my dad's alimony when, and at the beginning, she said she didn't want anything. While at the same time, she was getting money from her mom's will. And at the same time, she told me and my sister that we shouldn't expect handouts. And my mom was getting over $6,000 a month. And she was living at a condo that her friend was a landlord of that I have no doubt in my mind at a discount price that was three fucking streets away from the place, my childhood home, that she wanted to escape. Three streets away, probably less than a two-minute drive. And I was the one that she said that I could go on food stamps, that she would rather me and my sister be homeless. When we said, we told our mom that if you're so worried about money right now, why don't, for what works out for all of us, me and my sister and my fiancé, who's now my husband, or he was my boyfriend at the time, now my husband, pay, pay her rent every month, take over all the finances, take over, you know, every single part, pay the taxes on it, do all that stuff, because we are having such a hard time finding a place that could take a pit bull, could take a German shepherd for three people who were basically working full-time at minimum wage jobs. And we didn't have the time to save up more money, to be able to be okay, to put, like, say, a down payment on a, on a house or, yeah, I can't even, just going back to it just really irritates me that my mom had all this free money and all she cared about was a one-time payment of the sale of the house because in her eyes she thought she would be free she would have no more attachments to anything and then all these other people in her life were saying that we were entitled and we were expecting handouts and we weren't working hard enough to have a life that you know it was embarrassing that we're adults and we can't make it on our own life Mind you, we were dealing with our parents' divorce, where my mom was taking every little last ounce of my family, of me, my sister, and my dad, of the money, of our soul, 
I felt like none of us even had personalities anymore. And we were dealing with my dad's addiction. And I was just starting to heal from the childhood sexual abuse that I endured. That I've talked about on other podcast episodes about how that whole process went. And how that completely blindsided me. And here she is. I, yeah, I just can't. There's things I want to talk about, but at the same time, there's things that I'm not ready to talk about. So the way I weave in and out of these stories, I know it can be confusing, but I promise you one day I will feel comfortable enough to share all the things that I need to share while trying to protect myself at the same time. But when I say to you that you did not deserve what your parents did to you, your mom, your dad, You do not deserve what your grandparents did to you, your siblings, your cousins, your friends. Whoever was toxic and caused you trauma, caused you pain, abused you. I'm so sorry. And not enough people will say that to you and mean it. A lot of people will hear your story and they'll just forget about it. And they'll wonder why you're the shy, quiet one in class. Or why you have anger problems. People forget. Until you find people like me in this healing space, in this inner child healing community, where you can feel validated. And you won't be viewed as somebody who's selfish, or somebody who's dramatic, or someone who's entitled, or someone who's remembering it wrong. I am giving you all the permission in the world to cut out toxic people from your life, and I know it's the most fucking complicated, painful thing you can ever do. Because I've had to cut so many freaking people out of my life that I never thought I would have to. Like, I never thought I would cut my mom out of my life. I never thought I would cut my sister out of my life or my mom's entire side of the family out of my life. There are so many parts about my mom's side of the family that I miss. And I can't have that. That side is just too broken. And for my peace of mind, I can never have that again. And at the same time, that gives me peace of mind. That yes, I can always grieve what I won't have. Or I can grieve all the things that I wish I did have. Like, I don't necessarily grieve my mom. I grieve the relationship that I wish I had. I grieve the relationship that maybe, maybe I could have in the future. But she's proven to me over and over and over and over again, I cannot stress this enough. She never deserved me. She never deserved me as a kid. And I think my entire life, I guess I was too good for her. You know, that's what I'm going to tell myself. I'm too good for my mom. I'm too good for the people who traumatized me, who abused me, who belittled me, who made me so freaking small, who made me a shell. I'm at that part of my healing journey that I am too good for them. And wherever you are in your inner child healing journey, you are better than the people who abused you, who neglected you, who made you feel small. Don't you ever forget it. I'm at that point where I am scolding you right now. 
If you forget it, I'm going to be mad at you. (laughs) But seriously, I feel for you. I feel for you so much. If somebody's telling you right now that what you experienced in childhood is not real, because you know that it was. You know everything that you've been through was real. All the pain. Or otherwise you still wouldn't think about it to this day. Or you still wouldn't have reactions, even if something is hidden beneath the surface. Because even if I so outwardly talk about my childhood trauma on the internet pretty much every single day, there are still things that I have forgotten and things that keep coming up. And I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, no wonder I'm the way I am. No wonder I feel this way and that way about this situation. No wonder. That's part of the process. That's part of the healing journey. And it sucks. It just flat out sucks some big hairy balls. (laughs) But what can we do? What can we do? The only way out is through. And the only way out of this trauma that you're reliving day in, day out, that you're storing all this trauma in your blood, and this trauma needs to evaporate as best as it can. And I don't think it will ever fully go away. But you know what? That is okay. Because of your trauma, because of all you had to endure, you became a stronger person. You became a more empathetic person. You became more human, if that makes sense. Your trauma didn't make you more empathetic. You did that because you rised up. You rised above and you're continuing to rise above. And all the resources I have in oknowbreed.com, everything that I share on my TikTok, on my Instagram, we're all meant for more. We're all meant to heal because we are beautifully, beautiful humans. We are human. And you know what? We will continue being human until the day we die. And we will continue to experience highs and lows. You know, we will still experience flashbacks of trauma. Even when we're gray and old. You know, my I think about my grandma and the way she is. And I think about, you know, I just look at her sometimes. Because of all the work that I do with healing my childhood trauma, healing my inner child, helping you heal your inner child, sometimes I think, I wonder what happened to her. Because none of us are perfect. And all of us have some type of trauma whether it was inflicted by our parents or our guardians or, I don't know, like a teacher, a friend, a a neighbor. Sometimes you can look at people and just wonder, what happened? What happened in their childhood? But it's always coming to a place of trying to understand, but also knowing that these people who are still carrying this weight of their childhood in their body in their bones, in their blood, and they're outwardly projecting in a negative way, in a harmful way, in a hurtful way. Like, yeah, you can assume that they probably feel unloved at home or they experience some shit, but at the end of the day, it is their responsibility to unravel it, to unearth it, to really untie all those really freaking tight knots that make us who we are. It's our responsibility. And I just want to ask you, are you ready? Are you ready to go on this painfully human journey of unraveling your inner childhood trauma? 
and I want to offer you this again. You're not entitled, you're not dramatic, you're not selfish, and you're not remembering it wrong. And I'm hoping you will continue on your inner child healing journey with me by your side as I provide so many resources, so many maybe unfortunately relatable stories that I wish they weren't relatable to you. As I talk about them on OK Now Breathe podcast, as I share them on my TikTok, as I share stuff on my Instagram. And I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to me talk about why (laughs) your trauma is valid. And like seriously, a big F you to anybody who tries to downplay that because it's not right. It's just not right. It just pisses me off so damn much. But thank you again. I hope you join me in my next podcast episode. And I will talk to you again very, very soon. Bye.